0: Hello and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You, the Power Rangers podcast where we talk about all things related to those favorite multicolored spandex heroes. My name is Kevin and with me as always is my co-host, Joel. Yeah, um, so we of course are back after taking a short hiatus. We hope that you all have, you know, been doing well and staying safe. Um, but before we get started, we, of course, do have a lot of things to talk about today. There's been a lot going on in the grid, um, but as always, we want to highlight And touch upon the fact that the May the Power Protect You podcast stands in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. It is still happening. There are still protests happening in cities all across the country. You know, there are still many injustices happening towards Black people. And we really want to focus and highlight that if you can do your part to support the Black community, please do what you can. Whether you can donate, whether you can protest, whether you can, you know, support your friends in need do whatever you can to please support the Black community because all lives cannot matter until Black Lives Matter. Um, A resource we always share um, that we recommend using, it's a good starting point, um, but we also encourage our listeners to see other ways that they can get involved is by going to blacklivesmatters.card.co. That's blacklivesmatters.card, C-A-R-R-D.co. So we just, it's not going away. This is still happening. Mm -hmm. It you know just because it's not on the trending page, it doesn't mean that it's not happening. So please do what you can support support our Black community and do what you can to help out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And speaking of ways that you can help out, um, as we all maybe are aware, um, whether you are a listener here in the United States or if you are from another country, because our we know we've got some listeners overseas. Um, just as a reminder for our uh, American U.S. citizens that are listening to this. Um, and all citizens of the world, really, make sure you go vote. Like, election day is inching closer and closer. This is one of the most important elections in the history of our country, I believe. And, you know, find ways to vote. Um, Voting early access has happened in many states, if not all of them by now. There is also... um, you know, absentee ballots, you know, there there are ways that you can vote now. Um, so please make sure if you haven't done so yet, uh, if you have an absentee ballot, for example, and you haven't mailed it or dropped it off at your local uh, courthouse, please make sure that you do so. Um, or if you have the opportunity to vote early, please make sure that you vote as well. Um, this is the way that we can all be heroes. So please make sure that you vote. Exactly. All right, so there's been quite a bit happening in the time we've been gone. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off today by talking about, of course, our current season of Power Rangers, Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Um, so we've had two new episodes air since we've last recorded, um, and these are part two and three of the Dino War arc, I guess you could call it that. <laughs> yeah! Um, well, part part two-ish. Um we had uh, last Saturday on the 17th of October. We had Making Bad air, which was this year's Halloween special, quote unquote. Um, and then just this morning, we had uh, Grid Connection, which is the big uh, team up that everybody's been waiting for, aired this morning as well. So we'll start off by talking about Making Bad, and then we'll move on to Grid Connection just to kind of get our thoughts out there. So Joel, what did you think of Making Bad? Uh,
1: so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna compliment sandwich this one. <laughs> so we're gonna start with something good (laughs) Uh, i i really overall i did enjoy this episode i really like the idea that they were going for because essentially the episode is the um evox and the uh the crew of like sledge's crew that they've revived are trying to decide what monster from power ranger history to bring back um they have Mm -hmm. all of rijax's um Power Ranger memorabilia and all the weapons and they're mm-hmm. trying to decide which one uh, they can bring back. This is also the episode where they drop the subtle hint that, oh, hey, whoever we bring back will be air quotes, more powerful. Um, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, <laughs> it does a lot of heavy lifting in that regard. Um, and kind of what they do is it's them throwing out random uh, villain names and then we get to see clips from the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> um, so apparently and you were kind of the one who informed me of this apparently uh hasbro does not have the music rights to the old power ranger stuff
0: yeah so that's the room so there's a few rumors i've been hearing um one of the ones i've seen pop up on some message boards is that um whenever Saban, i guess sold the rights like he also had the music separately and so they don't have access to that right now um it could be false for all i know you never know the internet take over grain of salt um but allegedly um because of that they cannot use the original clips as they were um if they did they would have to pay for rights to music again not sure i honestly think it does sound a little suspicious because i mean they bought the rights to the show they should be able to do what they want with it
1: yeah Um, but that does happen because like the the mm -hmm. example i'm thinking of is a the show charmed uh when the last season went on to dvd they lost the rights to the theme song that they used yeah so the like i have the blue or the dvds for the like eighth season of charmed and it does not have Mm -hmm. the theme song so like that does happen um yeah i just i can't imagine hasbro like not throwing money at that but i mean i you know who knows who knows how much that actually is um
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah so the reason why we're saying all this is the clips that were utilized had to be overdubbed with new voices Mm -hmm. um in some instances it's uh not super noticeable but there's also moments where they use like lord zed and rita who have very specific voices um and it is (laughs) obvious the person who did them does not have that kind of ability um right and it's just it's So kind of to wrap this back around. So on the one hand, it's really cool that they utilize these things. It's kind of a bummer that we didn't get the actual like clips themselves. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially because I know like, um, so the reason why I kind of, it's a little bit of a bummer is I know like when uh, Kyle Higgins did the promo movie uh, for Shattered Mm -hmm. Grid, um, they utilized a bunch of clips in that. Um, and one of them was a clip of like Kimberly telling Tommy, uh, you know, whenever he lost the green ranger power, she's like, well, you're always a ranger. You'll always be our friend. Um, and apparently like the audio on that was severely degraded. Um, so what Mm -hmm. Kyle had to do is he literally called Amy Jo Johnson and, uh, had her re-record that line and then they filtered it through a thing like raised like made her voice like slightly higher pitch so it sounded younger um and then they had jdf re-record his lines as well and do the same thing um so mm-hmm. it's a little bummer like that they couldn't get if, if that was the case like at least call the people and be like can you just say andrews yeah. can you just say corone uh, you know barbara can you just yell you know obviously like with like robert axelrod who has passed you know right. the actress that played who donna who has passed that's a little more mm-hmm. difficult you know but there i think there it's it's kind of weird that we what we got um because it was just like it made the whole episode on the one hand i was like well this is a really neat idea on the other boy this is really shoddily put together um <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah well and yeah and it's interesting too because they did get the local actors because you know the yeah. voice of korag and the voice of Gekor and the mystic force footage is the original voices like they re-recorded their lines um so I I think it mainly was just they didn't want to bring in any more people from outside of New Zealand.
1: Yeah, I think probably. that could be
0: it. Um, yeah, I mean it's, and I think it's also it does highlight one of the limitations that you have with a franchise as old as Power Rangers. Like they use clips from 1995. Yeah, and so there's going to be that, like you said, the audio integration. Um, do I wish they would have? I agree. I, I do wish they would have probably tried to do a little bit more. I think we talked about offline like how they could have easily made it just like the speaker got broken and
1: <laughs> yeah it's like, um, rather than us hearing the audio from the original it's just the like villains talking over it or like there was enough villains in that room that you could have it being like a mystery science theater thing where they're just right. they're over talking the footage um right and which I like, you know i i'm sure colby and Liana could have like done some amazing things with that <laughs> um
0: yeah that's that <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you? How did you feel about Liana with some of her mispronunciations? Like I love Liana. Don't get me wrong. And I'm, you know, not her fault. I get it. Um, did you know, some of the like King Mondu?
1: Yeah, King Mondu, And K- how did she say Korag? It was weird. I think she said Korag. Yeah, I, it's it's interesting too because she doesn't have an accent, so it's like it's not right. it's not like her trying to find a New Zealand accent while doing it. Um, right. Which is often I, I the problem. It, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, things happen too. I think probably you know it was just. It happened, and it just didn't get caught, which is fine. I mean, yeah. just, you know, it's interesting. Maybe you know, <laughs> maybe Roxy is like Jenna Moroni, you know, and she she talks with a British accent sometimes,
1: <laughs> or or, or Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. She just pronounces yeah. words wrong. Yeah, it's very yeah, it's, very, it's, it's just, <laughs> Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> we love you, Liana. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, she she did great. Like, I think even like oh, that yeah, I think the like because my one of my favorite moments was when, when they so the the first like. The joke in the first two times, the first villains they bring up is they bring up Korag and Astronema. And they're the two mm-hmm. that turned good. I mean, mm-hmm. and then others did as well. But uh, when she finds out about Astronema, <laughs> she's just like, oh, to believe I looked up to her. And I'm just like,
0: yeah,
1: it's just very good. Um, so yeah. overall, I think a really well done episode. And I mean, this, this was all 22 minutes to get us to the end where they bring back Goldar. Um, right. And again, I kind of wish like, you're telling me you couldn't have hired the original guy who did gold arc you know he wants to do it like
0: oh yeah he said it out right and he has reprised it so yeah
1: like it's that thing if they did so much that it's like you you could you were almost there like you missed it yeah. by that much and um you know i i think it's also this Again, we understand kind of what the limitations they have to work in because they have to have a clip episode because, like, that's a weird Nickelodeon mandate, apparently, that you have to have this.
0: Um, yeah. Well, it's... I... Yeah, I'm not sure what the mandate is, um, to be honest, <laughs> but it seems like that.
1: Yeah, well, because I think it's, like, you have <laughs> 22 episodes where you do, like, the main stuff and then there's always two episodes that are essentially clip episodes. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And I think the power Rangers like always have to find a unique way to do that um and I, and I do think this was a strong way um and I think tying it oh, into yeah. this like dino crossover it was smart um mm-hmm. and also like I think even the stuff with the Rangers with like them fighting uh, S- uh sledge's crew was really mm-hmm. well done um like getting Poissandra yeah. and then to interact with the beast Morpher Rangers was really well done um, it, was. Yeah, I, it, it was it
0: was go ahead (laughs) Uh,
1: i I was i was gonna jump to uh i think it's a little bit of a bummer that how like sledge got treated though because he was just like tossed aside at the end i was like well that's a bummer
0: (laughs) yeah well i mean to be fair sledge doesn't have any sentai footage to use yeah this is true but but yeah no i agree um (laughs) i thought it was funny i I like the idea of a storyline of poor sandra going out to get diamonds on her own and then you know fury and wrench go to help her but um it was definitely also a funny moment because I'm like, okay, they're trying to use that sentai footage from the movie. So
1: yeah, they're, they're like, Oh, we, we got to cut corner somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I think it was, yeah. it was really, I think it was, it was fine. Again, like I said, like, it's just that thing of like, they missed it by that much. Um, right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I would say out of the three parts of the crossover, this, this is probably the weaker episode. Um, yeah. But still, pretty enjoyable and uh, when we talk about grid connection i'll kind of talk about my overall thoughts of this arc so yeah and we'll kind of delve into that um so yeah so then this morning of course uh the final part of the three-part arc i mean technically uh, i would almost consider this five parts because yeah. of the Jack stuff as that's well, what i was but, thinking um,
1: too it's like a full story yeah. arc at this point
0: yeah it really is um but the final part aired today which is grid connection um which is the episode that has been showing up on timelines since what June, yeah. Um, so for the spoiled, um, you know, like us in some cases, but um, yeah, the Dino War is finally officially adapted for Power Rangers from Super Sentai. So, Joel, what were your thoughts on Greek Connection?
1: Um, overall, like, like I said, when I finished it, I was like, oh, that was cute. Um, and I think that's kind of mm-hmm. how I feel about it. Like, I don't, I'm not mad at it. Um, it yeah. is definitely like it has a lot i think it shares a lot of the same problems that most of the crossovers in the last few years have had Mm -hmm. um which is weird because i feel like this one probably had um some of the longest setup because like we said it was an arc um yes so it feels a little weird that this episode if i had one criticism is it's very rushed like it feels like we hit the ground running and they don't they don't have time to explain anything. So like everything that happens just has to happen. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I, I do, I think they did a good job with what they had. I think, you know, everything that happens feels right. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, even characters that show up and don't talk, it's fine. Like right. once I do, it's good. Um, and I even, I really like kind of, you know, just to skip One of my favorite moments I think is Devin in the morphing grid when he does yeah. the call um yeah. and because i, I it, it echoes a lot in shattered grid that moment with zordon where he you know talks across the grid to all the rangers mm-hmm. and just that moment of Devin like calling you know whoever could hear this um i do wish they could have maybe done a thing because you know they have all those suits back there i wish they would have done like yeah. just stock shots of like maybe as he's saying this we see shots of rangers like looking up like yeah. just in suit looking up being like, oh hey, we can hear like that would have been cool. Um, but I think right. that moment that moment works regardless. And I also like when the like meteor breaks away and it is the red uh dino coin. Um, yeah that's a really nice moment. Um I think Rory does a really good job. And then I think even when uh Austin St. John shows up, it still has like that kind of gravitas. And I think that's a really well done yeah. part of this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um I do find it kind of funny because <laughs> um i was thinking about it while it aired and like they send out the call and only jason responds and i'm like so you're telling me that like the mega force rangers didn't respond the sam you know it for him to send out a message throughout the grid and only for jason to really respond i'm just like uh okay um but yeah i think it what i really liked about this episode and i think what i liked about the arc as a whole um was that it it really isn't afraid to embrace the lore that power rangers has like it it expands upon the morphing grid which i think this season has done a really good job of like explaining that you know the morphing grid is a power source it connects everybody um
1: and and what i think is great about that is it's not it's not this like laborious thing that they have to do it's literally just acknowledge that something exists and it's little things like that that i think work in its favor and i think that are pluses and all in this whole crossover
0: Mm -hmm. well even then like and even little things like jason acknowledging zordon's death killing goldar or like serpentera stuff like that like like there's ways to embrace the universe like you said without like going out of your way and saying hey look this is a reference yeah so there's that but yeah i agree it for this to be a three five-ish episode arc like they definitely rushed through this part like it felt like they were like okay we've got to get this done um yeah i think there's a lot that's rushed um i also have some confusion as well <laughs> considering that like jason's power coin was in a meteor like i know they're not going to be able to explain that necessarily and like delve super into that but then i'm like but he had his power coin a few years earlier in super mega force so you know it's the morphine grid it's magic
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's um, midichlorians it's you know yeah. it's the force like uh yeah know.
0: So shrug. Like, yeah. <laughs> at and least me, at like, least
1: Keeper didn't have it, because if that would have happened, I would have been like, I think yeah. I'm out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it I think it would have been kinda cool to maybe see like or even just be like Jason being like, Oh, you got my message. Um, and that being the coin, like, or something like that. Yeah. Um I, I think the bigger thing that I thought was interesting was the fact that like Jason knew about grid battle force. Like so it makes me question, like, okay, is there like a secret council of rangers that are still like actively like, you know, kind of like shield or like what what is going on there? Like, what, you know, because even oh. like the Don- the Donald charge rangers knew of the Beast Morphin rangers. So it's like, I don't know. I, I from a lore standpoint, it's really interesting to see that Jason knew what Grid Battle Force was. Well, and that's. Part-
1: And that's definitely something that, like, a comic book could explain, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Looking looking at
0: Boom Studios. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One of my favorite things that I saw as a fan theory was that, like, Jason was the founder of Grid Battle Force. Like, that would be a great nod right there even. But, um, you know, I think that for what it was, it was a good crossover. Um, It was fun seeing all the Dino teams back, of course um i think it was great that shelby and (laughs) riley phoned in their lines um not being a read like they literally probably just phoned them in and i'm glad they still participated in some regard yeah um even some of the voice stand-ins for the dino rangers that could not be there in person um such as mighty Morphin yellow dino thunder yellow dino thunder blue they actually sounded like they attempted to be as close to the actors or actresses as possible so that was also a really nice moment
1: yeah um that being said uh whoever did pink <laughs> i i need you to go back and listen to how uh amy joe johnson does her little hey yeah it's like she does <laughs> a, she has a very particular way she does it and it's like yeah. come on like you just get, get get close to that and you'll be fine yeah uh,
0: um, it would have been funny if they just used like catherine sutherland's sounds from dimensions and dangers <laughs> though <laughs>
1: i would i would have been mad
0: i'd have been like yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah it's fine it's fine." Um,
1: no her her and tommy are off like doing something having a date that's why they couldn't show up
0: <laughs> yeah i i do i will say i think one of my favorite moments in the episode was actually when um when the dino thunder rangers were fighting snide and like they were like Tyranno, tricera Terra and then they pull out the xerix blaster that was a really cool moment i thought that was really nice yeah um,
1: the fact that they used, like, old clips in, like, the Megazord footage, because I don't mm-hmm. think that was in Sentai. I don't think they did that. It was not. So, no. I, I, I like the fact that they at least, like, pulled footage for that. Like, because that's yeah. a small thing. Like, they could have easily yeah. ignored that, but I think it was really, I think that was smart. Um, mm mm-hmm. That makes sense, I do kind of wish, like, you know, if I could change one thing, and, you know, we do this every time, you know, we, Mm -hmm. you know, play armchair quarterback, you know, backseat driver, that kind (laughs) of thing. Um, But it's that idea, like, I kind of wish the beginning with the Dino Charge Rangers getting attacked and the Beast Morphers going to help. I wish Mm -hmm. that had been the end of another episode. Yeah like I almost wish when the Dino Charge Rangers showed up they had gone back and immediately had to call the Beast Morpher Rangers over. Like obviously right. there would have been all that stuff with Devin that needed to happen, but I think that needed to be in a separate mm-hmm. episode and then this yeah. episode is all Devin trying to get help.
0: Yeah. Um I I do wonder too with the cuz I believe the morphin grid is also a plot point for Dino Fury, so I'm interested to see like if they continue this plot line of the grid connecting everybody. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, I, I do think that um you know, it it was nice seeing this arc done, and I'm really glad that Jason um, and his team uh, behind the scenes not the act, not the character um, <laughs> uh, the producer Jason um, that worked on Power Rangers until he left I'm glad they were able to do this. I think it was definitely a nice treat for longtime fans, even if there are some things that could have been done better. I'm still appreciative of what we got.
1: Yeah, it was definitely it was it was it was strong, and I, like we said, you know, five episodes that tie all this together is really like more than we could ask for Um, oh yeah so so definitely really happy with this
0: yeah and really even i mean yeah i would say five three direct episodes and then like three episodes before that because we also had the split emitters and like the ranger vault that tied into rajax so yeah
1: true very true
0: so they they've done a lot of setup this season definitely yeah so but yeah we're looking forward to the show continuing uh beast morphers is, is rounding the corner we're almost to the end of what has been a fantastic journey for this uh cycle of power rangers so i'm very excited to see what comes next Alrighty. so of course there's also a big comic book event that happened this week too funny how they lined that up <laughs> um but on wednesday was the release of issue 55 of mighty Morphin power rangers which also Brings a very long run to an end <laughs> with the series, the series finale of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, of course, not being the end, but this does also shift an end of an era. Um, so, of course, with this issue, uh, the Terror Zords are out in full force with Zed's Dark Rangers. They're fighting the Thunder Zords, and things are not looking good for our Mighty Morphin friends on Earth. So, Joel, what did you think of the issue?
1: Um, again, so. I think one of the strengths of Ryan uh, being on the series is is the character moments that we get out of these issues mm-hmm. even you know in a kind of final issue as this you know air quotes is um mm-hmm. I think one of the real strengths of this issue are just the character beats um so kind of like yeah. the first half of the issue is um each of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers facing off against one of the Dark Rangers um mm-hmm. and in that like just dialogue between characters we get so much like you know we get that finster's like you know, or you know babu's like well normally i don't fight you know i prefer mm-hmm. to stay behind the scenes he's like but you know this time i'll make an exception um you know we yeah. have goldar with uh, kim and aisha as he's dodging their attacks and like turning them against one another you know rita mm-hmm. uh putty rita you know really like trying to dig the knife in on tommy that like rita yeah. likes to do as well and it's just it was very good like like Ryan does such a good job of like finding character beats in like smallest moments. um mm-hmm. So and then like also like even before that, like the, the opening to the issue is Lord Zed doing this whole monologue, you know, about how meaningless human life is, and you know how like yeah, he, it's been too long for him to just wipe it all out, and it's this mm-hmm. wonderful Lord Zed moment that I think is just like so indicative of how well that Ryan gets that
0: character. Um, oh yeah. Well, and it's also kind of interesting the parallels between Zed and the Imperial in the last issue because the Imperial had the same mindset of, like, y'all are not that important, like, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So, I wonder if that is something that we may see expanded on, or if we may see Zed somehow has a tie to the Imperials.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think, like, uh, you know, Ryan has said this kind of multiple times. The thing that, like, with Mighty Morphin going forward is that like we're going to see Zed take on a more vicious kind of attitude mm-hmm. that he will have been changed you know between getting beat by the omega rangers and, and yeah. then what happens in this issue that has kind of made zed reassess what he is doing and he's gonna have oh, a yeah. new tactic for coming after the rangers um so uh the big thing i guess we're kind of dancing around is this is also <laughs> the first appearance of the brand new green ranger um mm-hmm. in this issue you know we see you know the rangers are kind of pushed to their brink and at that moment billy reaches out to grace and is like you we need to activate the green protocol um and mm-hmm. get the green ranger uh and so with that uh grace puts that into motion and then she has a momentary conversation with lord Dracken. Mm-hmm. uh and this is i think both a meant to be like a hey this might be who the green ranger is but this is also kind of a i think a red herring as well um yeah but it's a nice moment because it's Grace looking at Lord Draken and being like, is this what you want? Is this really, you know, being a prisoner, talking mm-hmm. to a necklace, you know, is, the, is this what you, Lord Draken, Tommy Oliver, want? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, I think, a very good moment to have because I think this is going to... Not only push the character of Draken into a new role that we'll see in the relaunch, um, but it yeah. it also it gives us a peek into Grace, um who I think has always been a character that is about what is your potential, mm-hmm. are you living up to that, are you failing, um, and also I yeah. think you know she's a character that I think that lives and breathes by if if she thinks you can you can cut it, uh, because you know she lived you know the experience she had when she was a red ranger the one time you know that was mm-hmm. definitely has impacted her um, oh yeah and so it's going to be interesting going forward too because like you know in that on the last page of this issue is a uh, homage to the opening of power rangers zero um specifically mm-hmm. in that moment of rita talking to the green ranger is echoed in grace talking to the green ranger yep. um, so it'll be interesting going forward what her what her plans are um and kind of yeah. how the green ranger ties into that and how it'll all work going forward um Mm -hmm. so an interesting thing too so like the end of there so like when the green ranger appears in this issue he is entirely silent yep uh ryan has said that that is not necessarily true in universe just because we did not hear what he was saying does not mean he was not talking Mm mm-hmm so there is probably, you know, um, I'm sure the reason why we don't see this because it gives away who the character is. Um, right? But, uh, you know, I'll be interested, you know, because obviously this ends this run and we will be spinning out now into Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers, a series. Um, so I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see what this does. Um, I do think overall, uh, I wish maybe we could have gotten a little bit more with these characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, because our new Green Ranger destroys the Green Chaos Crystal and effectively wipes out the Dark Ranger powers for good.
1: Uh, I, but with that said, uh, in that kind of chaos of them of him taking out the Green Chaos Crystal, uh, Putty Rita does escape. Yeah, so, she does. Um, I, I think an interesting thing that Ryan has also said in this whole thing is that like the Dark Rangers are done for now. That's oh. not to say they can't come back. They're just they're off the table for right now, um, because mm-hmm. it, it seems like with what you know, and you and I have talked about this before with previous issues, is Ryan never seems to want to completely take something off the board. Right. He'll he'll put it in the box for now, but it's always yeah. gonna be there. I mean, like he yeah. said, you know, Alpha One is still out there. You know, Putty Rita is still out there. Technically, Kaya is still out there. Um, yeah, there's there are threats that like can be reused um and i really do love Mm -hmm. that idea that we kind of have a power rangers rogue gallery in the same way that like spider-man does in the same way that like batman does like we can in theory pull kaya back out anytime you know alpha one can show up and like attack the rangers uh you know this putty rita you know she's she's rita repulsa with all the memories but also a ton of self-hatred heaped on that um so she's a character mm-hmm. that like i think could go a really interesting direction i mean go, and that's not even talking about the fact that we have like so much like you and i have talked about the fact that like this just the end of this issue where we leave the omega rangers and the mighty morph power rangers it mm-hmm. is fascinating like mm-hmm. there is so much being opened up with these two new series launching and um yeah it's mind-boggling it's it's really like we don't know where we're headed but you know i'm excited
0: (laughs) oh yeah me too um i definitely think and i mean we talked about this way back when when gogo was ending and i was like they're gonna have a second series because the way that gogo and mighty Morphin power rangers intertwined with necessary evil like you could tell that that was almost ryan testing the waters to be like okay telling a concurrent story how will that work um but yeah, I definitely think it's an exciting time. Um, I know that fans try to kind of be like, okay, this is happening in between these episodes. I think we've officially hit our convergence point. Yeah. Not to say that events from the show aren't happening, but I feel like they've kind of taken the shackles off and now they're able to like do what they want without having to worry about fitting it into certain episodes.
1: Yeah, I think we're we're definitely like we're in uncharted territory, and like that's yeah. not to say like you know next issue Rocky will die or like you know like they're gonna yeah, have I mean, Adam of yeah. and, and Aisha leave, but like you know we, you know, it's not it's a not- guarantee that we're gonna see Cat in a year, right? Or that we're gonna get ninja powers anytime soon. You know, we could go three years with the current status quo as we have it, mm-hmm. and then do a shake up. Um. yeah
0: i agree well and i i do love at the end of the day like and this is what i've appreciated about ryan and what he's done um is the fact that like you know in universe when jason zach and trini left we lost them like you know jason came back later on but for the most part you know they're no longer accessible um but now ryan's found a way to make it work within the concept of the tv series of why they had to leave so um I think it's great. I'm really excited to see what's coming. Um and, you know, it's it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So But yeah, so with the finale of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, that does of course mean that there are some big things a coming. So let your local comic shop know that you want to add Mighty Morphin number 1 and Power Rangers number 1 to your pull list. Uh Mighty Morphin number 1 will come out on November 4th to continue the story on Earth while Power Rangers number 1 will arrive November 11th to give the omega rangers and draken their journey um in addition to that we also have draken new dawn number three coming out on october 28th by the time you're listening to this issue of this episode uh the issue is already out and also power rangers sins of the future will be out uh the time force graphic novel that will tell the story of jen wes and the mysterious time force black ranger so boom wants our money so let's keep giving it to them
1: <laughs> definitely definitely yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so but yes please support your local comic shop um pick up your polls do all of that i know i need to go soon um joel is fabulous for letting me use <laughs> um his comicsology account so thank you i appreciate you so much I need to get you a gift card no um... not at all
1: uh, <laughs> but definitely yeah definitely ch- uh uh support your local comic shops there will mm-hmm. actually be um I, I don't have it in front of me but in november there's actually a day um that the comic shops will be having and boom has uh, special holographic covers for Ooh. power rangers number no. one and mighty morphin number no. one. Um, it's actually the variants like the dragon variant for mighty morphin number no. one and the mm-hmm. Jason morphing variant. They will have like a holographic version on that day. Um, and there's a list of specific comic shops that will carry those. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely like hit up that list, check it out. Um, we'll try to have a little more episode uh, information on the next episode about that, but uh, yeah. definitely look out for those as well.
0: Yeah. Just support your local comic shops it, they need it so
1: definitely
0: all right so moving on uh we had a very big shakeup announcement this week in the wow. grid uh so hasbro has come out and announced that um jonathan Entwistle, who is the creator of it's the end of the Fucking world throw in the alpha right there <laughs> um he has created that on Netflix. Um, he has been announced to be spearheading a new initiative for the upcoming Power Rangers reboot movie, but also a Power Rangers TV series that is connected to the movie. So we are not only going to be seeing the movie get its own thing, but it's going to be expanded on in an additional TV series. Um, what's really interesting is in the press release, Hasbro made a point to mention that this is considered a teenage young adult show and movie. While um, the TV series like Beast Morphers is considered more of the kid-friendly property. Um, So what are you thinking, Joel? How are you feeling about all this?
1: Um, So when this got announced, uh, I think a lot of people were like, oh, well, that's a nothing announcement. um, Because it really is kind of just an industry announcement more than anything else. Um, It is really like, hey, we have got this guy and he is now going to be spearheading a um, media universe for Power Rangers. Uh, what right. I find it interesting about this is this guy was actually apparently working on the movie that was being done with Paramount originally recently, which we had heard mm-hmm. rumors was like a, um, time travel kind of comedy going back to the nineties, mm-hmm. but now it seems like they are no longer working with Paramount. This is specifically with the, um, production company that, uh, Hasbro owns, which I believe is called E1. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, this is squarely going through them now. Um, so I find that interesting and it's kind of intriguing um obviously everything we're talking about right now is speculation um because right. literally the announcement is just that this guy got hired he has mm-hmm. a job he is doing a thing um i am of the cautious belief that anytime a production company announces something you take it with a grain of salt until they those cameras have started rolling yeah um yeah
0: it, I, I, I go ahead
1: i say that um, not to be like a negative nancy but it's like um i follow a lot of production news and I think if you've ever looked at stuff that, like, Marvel has announced, that DC has announced, because God knows they've announced a ton of movies that never have been made, um, mm-hmm. things change. Yeah, they do. So, uh, you know, this this is exciting. Um, I'm kind of, you know, we can keep talking. I'm curious what kind of what your thoughts are on this.
0: Yeah. So I think what gets me is is the fact that we have this idea that they're considering this more of a young adult. Thing while Beast Morphers is considered like a kid's, like the kid's property, which is always true of Power Rangers, of course. Yeah. Um, I think it's also kind of Hasbro's way of testing the waters to see what they can do with the show moving forward. Um, and yeah. part of me is wondering: Does this mean that we're going to have a focus on new projects that maybe will be on streaming? Um, will we see original Rangers, original footage? Like, what what does it mean? You know, like what are we going to see? Um. I do partly wonder too, is this their way of also generating more sales? You know, imagine if like on Nickelodeon we got Dino Fury, but then on Netflix we got um you know Q Ranger, yeah, like imagine stuff like that. Um, I think one of the things that Power Rangers has a unique advantage in right now is that there's a lot of Sentai footage out there they can use still, like there's a lot of seasons that have gone unadapted like and you know depending on how you play it you could really capitalize on that and utilize that even with prior shows like super megaforce and megaforce are a goldmine of like a limited streaming series where maybe they have to come back and fight a new evil or something Um, or even like the versus movies or like the returns movies yeah that's my hope but you know we'll see what happens
1: yeah like also this could be them wiping the slate completely and it being a complete reboot Um, yeah and you know uh, everyone you know of course i think one of the big responses to this was oh it's gonna be more mighty morphin power rangers oh they only ever care about mighty morphin power rangers and it's like look at the end of the day new power rangers is new power rangers why are we gonna complain um
0: well what people don't complain about like g1 transformers all the time yeah and there's i think about like ninja turtles for example you know At its core, Ninja Turtles is always going to be the same thing. Four mutated turtles, a rat, Shredder, and the Foot Clan. But each time they reboot the turtles, they do it in ways that are different, and they do things that really create its own style. Mighty Morphin can get the same treatment. And just because Mighty Morphin is getting a... you know If it is a Mighty Morphin reboot, even, it could be something completely off the wall. Um, But there's ways to make it fresh and exciting and new, and I think that's what Hasbro is really looking at
1: yeah definitely um and i think you know i'll be curious what it, once we get into like production for these kind of things like what the release model will look like since it's both mm-hmm. film and tv like how connected are these things like is it you yeah. know the movies are the wide releases and then we get these tv shows that are possibly on par with like WandaVision vision and like uh falcon mm-hmm. and winter soldier like the stuff that marvel is doing like i'm curious if that's yeah. kind of the model they're trying to build or if it will be something where like we have a movie, and then there's a TV show that's in a similar vein, but it's something completely different.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing, too. Like, Power Rangers has this wide universe, just like Marvel does, just like DC does. And if Hasbro plans to tap into that and, like, you know...
1: Capitalize ma- on it. Yeah,
0: like, maybe we get a reboot Mighty Morphin movie, but then, like, the TV Companion series is a Time Force reboot. Yeah. That, that could be pretty interesting, and that could be a really fun way to reuse old assets but also bring it for a new audience.
1: Yeah, and then there's just there there's so much that can be done with Power Rangers. And you know, um there's a lot of connecting this one, I think, to the rumors of Hasbro breaking with Toei. Um and if, yeah. if that's the case, you know, this might be why and this, you know, it, it's gonna be different, but I, I I'm excited to see yeah. what it is. Um I am intrigued by what this uh what Jonathan Inchwistles like previous works are done so it's you know the end of the effing world which is a show on uh netflix he also i think had a part in the uh i'm not okay with this i think is the other show um and and i I, what what fascinates me about both of those is their young adult like kind of character heavy Mm -hmm. um and you know what what was the twenty seventeen movie all about? It was young adult like character it stuff. Was. So okay, so I'm curious, you know, everyone's like, oh well, it's gotta be better than the 2017 movie. I was like, I think we're gonna get something similar, actually. I think we're gonna get yeah almost something, maybe not exactly the same, but it'll have that same flavor. Um mm-hmm. and you know, I I'm, i I've said it before on this podcast and I will say it again. Um New Power Rangers, no matter what take it is, um, I may not love every aspect of it, but I'm always going to be right. excited for it. Um, right. You know, even the thing I like the least, I'm still going to be excited for more of. So, you know, I, I'm, yeah. you know, like we said, all of this is speculation. We don't know what this is going to look like until they start like lighting up cameras and getting costumes made and casting people. We have mm-hmm. no idea. Um, so I'm just I'm, I'm excited to see what could be. Um, and you know, I'm always excited to the potential. So let's see why not
0: yeah that's all we can do so all right so moving away from the movie and tv and comic book universe um let's talk about our favorite tabletop game heroes of the grid um so we've had a few cool things come out since we last recorded um as of right now since october 13th we've had our current pre-order campaign which includes the forever ranger pack the villain pack 3 the Squat and Babu character pack, um, the Painted Megazord, all of that fun stuff um, is currently available for pre-order through Renegade. Um, if you actually back everything, you will get the actually get a free fan appreciation kit, which includes some really cool new tokens that you can use, as well as the scenarios that have been made by Jonathan uh, will actually be collected in a nice little paperback book. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, what have you ordered joel What is, have you gotten your order in yet
1: yeah oh oh yeah like the day it went live <laughs> you know yeah. me i was on top of this um i got yeah. kind of everything except for the painted megazord so i've got the legacy ranger forever ranger pack um, the mm-hmm. villains uh the like the that pack i got squat and babu um and then i got the fan appreciation kit yeah uh, so i'm you know, I think you, you did you did do the same or
0: <laughs> I um so I actually have not pre-ordered yet. I need to. Um I, you, this is how I always do. I just wait until the very last minute. You know, this, this.
1: is true. <laughs> this is true.
0: Um because it's a pre-order. They're not they're not gonna sell out of it, right? As long as I get it in <laughs> before that date. Um I do think what's really cool is that you can actually get the fan appreciation kit on its own if you okay. don't want to back and get everything else. Um but I definitely I'm still deciding to. That's part of what it is as well um because part of me is like okay i kind of just want the legacy of evil pack but i want the fan appreciation kit but then wait if i pay just a little bit more i'll just get everything and it'll be a better deal overall so you know i'm still figuring it out i'll probably just go ahead and back everything um I,
1: yeah i don't know why you're hemming and hawing about this come on your girl cats in one of those like i figured you'd I be all over this like just i know
0: well and not, part not, of me not to it. be
1: the capitalist devil on your shoulder being like buy the thing give money to a corporation like not to be that person but like come on
0: (laughs) well well for me and i'll I'll say this i i will say this um for me it's also right now um granted i also just finished buying all the lightning collection figures so you know I'm moving (laughs) on from one thing to another but also too i'm thinking about um in terms of you know we're still in a pandemic i'm not seeing my friends that often um and i haven't played the game in a while like i know we played it online a few weeks back and it was fantastic um so it's also partly that too that hesitation is there as well um but i'll probably still go ahead and pre-order probably in the next day or two so yeah um, you can check you can check back in with me uh <laughs> next saturday and then we'll see we'll see how uh how i'm doing exactly um, but part of that has also included them previewing uh the new character cards the new villains the new monsters uh what is your favorite reveal so far
1: um, I mean, I think the villains have been kind of the thing I've been most excited by, because um, mm-hmm. you and I have talked about this, like, the characters that they put in this pack, um, you know, Thrax, Divatox, Terratone, mm-hmm. Prance's Head, King Sphinx, all have unique kind of things mm-hmm. that they can bring. Um, and just from, like, the single card that we've seen for each of them, like, Divatox particularly looks is scary to deal with um oh yeah for those who didn't see like just a quick like blurb her character one of her cards is a passive card that when she is out she turns all uh foot soldiers that are there with her to guard uh keywords and also Mm -hmm. gives them plus one health so Mm -hmm. she like pretty much protects herself and makes everything around her stronger which like if you're unlucky enough to get that while you have like nothing to attack Pretty much will just trash a whole round for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so. Which is absolutely. You? uh No, I think it's really cool that Divatox has that ability because I'm thinking about it right now. And I'm like, that also is kind of a fun way to acknowledge, like, that's how she beat the Turbo Rangers was by using yep. her the soldiers. And then also the fact that the Space Rangers have the ability to get past guard because they're more powerful than the Turbo Rangers in that moment. So, sorry, I'm just... I'm geeking out right now because I just realized that. I'm like, that's why she has that ability. Because the the Piranatrons took down the Rangers. Like, it wasn't a monster. It was, at the end of the day, the Piranatrons destroyed the power chamber with Elgar. Um, But anyway. Yeah,
1: um, no, but that also shows, like, Jonathan Ying, like, the game creator and designer. Like, kind of the thought process that he puts into these things. Mm -hmm. It's even little stuff like that that you just don't think about.
0: Right. Um, I think for me, my favorite reveal so far has been... um, the squat and babu pack. Uh they previewed some of the cards out on that. Um, squat and Babu in terms of villainy, of course, as we know in the show, they're not very powerful. <laughs> um, so this pack definitely shows that Jonathan tried to adapt them into the game as best they could. Um, I think my favorite card reveal so far was uh Squats uh I'm not gonna read that card. Um which for those that haven't seen it yet is basically uh if it's an attack card, the attack will happen but if there's an effect afterwards like if this is in your discard pile you know add an extra dice that will not apply because squat's not going to read the card um so i definitely think jonathan took an approach for squat and babu kind of similar to Bulk and skulls two-pack yeah um so i think that was also kind of the fun part for me um but i think all of these villains as a whole like we're seeing that power creep happen where like they're getting better and better. Um, and I'm really excited. I think the fact that Diva Talks is getting her due is also really cool. Um so, yeah, yeah. We're
1: we're one more villain away from having my like trifecta of female villains. <laughs> so like right. I'm so excited. Um and yeah. it just like you and I have talked about this and kind of fawned over this game constantly, but like it's this has so much playability. Um mm-hmm. just in the different villains that you can put in in the different ranges. Oh, yeah. But then you layer on, like, the fan appreciation kit, which has, like, these scenarios, which put another mm-hmm. layer onto it. There mm-hmm. is so much content for this. Um, and if you've not played in it or if you've not, like, put in kind of – you've kind of hesitated on it, definitely jump in. This is a lot of fun. Um, you know, obviously right now with the pandemic going on, it limits what we're able to do. But, I, you know, yeah. um, when we're out of this, like, I can't wait to use, like, get my Psycho Ranger set and be able to play with the In-Space Rangers and kind of get to show those to other people. So – Yeah, definitely jump in if you're interested
0: yeah i agree um but yeah as a reminder pre-orders will close on october 27th which
1: by the time you hear this
0: yeah due to time travel so hopefully you all that are listening as well as me have gotten our pre-orders in by this time when you're listening to this so Mm -hmm. um continuing the renegade news uh this weekend is actually the morphin meet convention that renegade is doing online for power rangers fans um It doesn't surprise me that they're doing this for the fans because they adore the Power Rangers community, I think. (laughs) Especially now that they've got that Hasbro coin, like with the other properties, they're like, yes, we love the Power Ranger fans. Um, So yes, we had the Morphin Meet uh, convention and the Just Wait panel with Scott, Dan, Sarah, and Victoria from the Renegade team. Um, So in this panel, they really talked a lot about um, the game itself. Uh, they talked about the fandom and the community, and really it was a chance for fans to ask whatever questions they could. Um, it was also really cool because there were only like 100 or so people in the panel, so it was a very like intimate <laughs> thing, I think, like in the chat, because um, Scott was able to actually respond to people as they asked questions, like in chat and also on screen. Um, so before we talk about some of the stuff they talked about, um, Joel, what were your thoughts on the panel? How did you enjoy it?
1: I, I'd like to, you know, uh, I think you and I have kind of talked about this before on here, but like the team at Renegade, to hear them talk about what they do is always great. They're very mm-hmm. passionate about board games. Um, they love being able to bring a fun experience to mm-hmm. their backers, to the people who play their games. It's just, it's always amazing to hear them talk. Um, and so like I, oh, yeah. every panel we get, you know, even if it's just Scott, um, you know, You know, playing or, you know, trolling the fans, you know, he's it's so good. And and I think they're it's, you know, as much as they appreciate us, you know, we we really have to appreciate like they love us as much as they do and that they enjoy getting being around us as much as they do.
0: Well, I mean, I think one of the things that really touched me, because, you know, I think with a lot of board game communities, like, you know, their love is there for the fans, you know, I think there there are some board game companies that, you know, they tend to keep their distance, or, you know, they might get involved in different ways. Um, but I think one of the moments that really touched me was when um, Scott was like, you know, if someone at Renegade is having a bad day, it doesn't matter who it is, I will tell them to go check out the Power Ranger community for a few minutes and like see all that passion and energy that they have, um, which I think shows And I think, you know, I tweeted about this a few weeks ago. Um, Renegade does a really good job at engaging with the fans. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Power Ranger fandom has really embraced that. Um, And I think that's what's helped make the game a success, but also make Renegade a success with the Hasbro deal that happened a few weeks ago. Um, For sure. So, yeah, it was was definitely very nice. Like, it definitely, it didn't feel like it was like PR speak. Um, It felt very authentic and genuine. And you could tell they were having fun and they were really excited about it. So. (laughs) um so you know and a lot of people were hoping because this panel did talk about the future of the game um that there were some you know big announcements um if you thought that you you know could be a little disappointed but there were still some good little tidbits that come out so i'll talk about that real quick um so scott did confirm that one of the next ranger teams coming to the grid will be the dino thunder team um, they will be arriving next year in twenty twenty one uh the interesting thing that they made to point out was is that this is not a big box expansion team that they will be a team that releases on their own similar to the Zio Rangers um so, what do you think about that? How are you feeling about the Dino Thunder Rangers?
1: um, it makes sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah funny how they
0: announced that the night before the Dino Thunder Rangers came back. that's interesting
1: <laughs> not at all, probably brand synergy, not at all um <laughs> it it makes sense uh because again it's that thing of like one it's a small team two Mm -hmm. we've already technically got dino thunder black so they're like really only going to have to create four other rangers um Mm -hmm. it just it it makes perfect sense um oh yeah and so i'm not shocked uh i kind of wish we had gotten the big box reveal but i'm willing to bet that we won't find that out until like March, April, about the same time that we found out about the Psycho Ranger set Mm -hmm. um, this year.
0: Yeah, well, and the Psycho Ranger set isn't even really out yet. It is arriving to some homes, I believe, in Australia and the UK and Mm -hmm. and Europe. Um, But, you know, we got to give the Psycho Rangers a chance to shine. So (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I think it's exciting. I think it's going to be interesting to see um, what Dino Thunder could do and what they could have, um, especially because you know each of the rangers have their own fighting style and you know i could def- i could see kira having the ability to like really be mobile and move around to different locations easily um you know i i wonder if super dino mode will get involved at all if that'll be something um yeah I could-, I could definitely see like them having like double-sided character cards where like you can flip over and they're in super dino mode and then you have to flip back so well, that'd be and-,
1: and also like this uh Ties into a thing that you and I have talked about before, where Jonathan Ying has, like, um, as the designer, has asked us before about civilian powers, um, mm-hmm. and this is probably going to be the first team that technically has them. Mm-hmm. Um, between you know, you know, Kira's, you know, Terra Scream, you know, yep. the, all the different ones. So like that that would be interesting. Yeah to see kind of if that gets utilized in any way you know mm-hmm. if like dino thunder red is like really fast if blue can take a bunch of hits because you know yeah. he, his armor and he's got a shield as a weapon um mm-hmm. so uh, i'll be kind of intrigued uh also i'll be curious yeah. if we get a different dino thunder black in this set
0: yeah um, i think we will yeah uh- because renegades come out openly and they've said like you know we don't want to make you have to buy like you can buy what you want so I, I could see them very much being like okay we don't want people to have to buy the tommy pack just for dino thunder black so we're going to throw him in with that as well
1: yeah uh, and, well and i can see this also being like you do a version of the dino thunder black cards that are him in that show versus the right. legacy pack being him as a older character um, right. Like in like legacy characters. So I, I could see that being a thing where they tie that in. Um mm-hmm. I'll be curious I'll be excited to see the art. That'll be the thing that I'm I'm excited oh, yeah. to see. Because I think these suits do translate well to drawings, like really mm-hmm. nicely. So I'll be mm-hmm. curious to kind of see that.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um that probably means that we're gonna see the Th- the Thunder Source Megazord, of course, and a few other fun things happening as well. Um I do think what's gonna be interesting is the potential that Dino Thunder brings because I believe Dino Thunder would be our first team in the game that would have auxiliary zords and, like, the ability to swap out. Yeah. So I, I find that interesting. I, I wonder how that'll come into play.
1: Yeah. would so be kind of cool. Yeah, I wonder if we won't get... Maybe we won't get Dino Thunder Black in the set, and maybe instead we get extra zord cards or something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I... I guarantee that because, I mean, that's kind of a common thing in Power Rangers now ever since um, really Wild Force, I want to say, is yeah. the auxiliary swords that can change out the arms and stuff like that. And I, I wonder if Jonathan's already thinking of ways that they can implement that into the game. Definitely. So so yeah, Dino Thunder is coming. Um, they did tease that a big box uh, expansion similar to Rise of the Psycho Rangers and Shattered Grid will be coming out in 2021. Um, who are you hoping to see? What would you like to see?
1: I'm still like my heart of hearts like weirdly as you know as much as we've gotten mighty Morphin, and now we're getting dino thunder part we just like just do dino charge like give right. us give us dino charge give me all those different color rangers mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i want nothing more in life than to have a little aqua ranger that i can play even though like no one likes that character except for me i think <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it's all good um yeah i'm actually getting close to the i think yeah i'm still on dino charge season one on my rewatch I, I need to catch up on that um yeah i mean i think dino charge would be a really fun set to see especially with like the dino chargers and like the energy generation that would be kind of cool to see um for me i would love to see maybe rpm or samurai or spd i think those would be really fun uh expansions that we could get um as a big box um part of me also wonders like kind of how cool would it be to get like a um super mega force pack that is the legendary battle yeah and, they, and then because i mean legendary ranger mode is already a thing in the game so i could see them like embracing that and like really making that an active component of gameplay and i mean you know that that would be kind of cool to see so that
1: that is a very good point um i'd be curious like uh i mean he's he's you know one of the things that the chat was like uh scott talking about his favorite suit design is mystic forces like, <laughs> but this by no means confirms that mystic force will happen uh i would love to see them uh
0: yeah mystic force would be a fun season i think
1: i uh, you know you know not i'm not gonna play you know to your favorites at all but i'd also like to see jungle fury because like, imagine if camille got a little figure <laughs> and cards mm-hmm. yeah, yeah <laughs> probably.
0: i would that's probably be the one i paint
1: <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like she's mine. she is my favorite <laughs> yeah it's,
0: i mean and that's the fun thing about this game is that there's so much they can do there's still so much they have not tapped into yet i mean really we've got let's see we've got mighty morphin we've got zeo space we've got Hyperforce, and we have a few odds and ends rangers like solo rangers yeah so there's only four full teams that we've gotten so far out of like 20 plus teams yeah and that's not even counting the comic books so we'll see what happens it'll be very interesting um and speaking of the future, um, Scott was also, um, you know, he could be trolling, he could not. You know, he he gave some kind of non-answers and kind of some answers um, to the chat um, that I don't know if uh, they realized were happening. Um, but Scott did mention the possibility that new Megazord figures beyond the Dino Megazord may come for us to use in the game. Um, so, you know, that means we could see a Zeo Megazord figure, we could see a Hyperforce figure. Uh, how are you feeling about that?
1: I'd be excited for that. Like, I, I do. I think there's something really fun about slamming that gigantic Megazord figure down onto the game. <laughs> it, 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 like to get there, to get that figure, slam it down, and make it like just do so much damage is so good. Um, mm-hmm. So I would I would love to see more. Um, I do think a Thunder Zord or the Thunder Megazord would look really good sculpted like mm-hmm. that. Um, I, I there's there's so much. Like so many good megazords, I think you get that treatment. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be exciting. I would love to see um, the Mega Voyager, that'd be really cool as a figure. Oh
1: my gosh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joel just died. Um, yes. uh... <laughs> but yeah, so they may be coming. Um, Scott also kind of hinted and confirmed that there should be three waves of uh, new product coming out in 2021 as pre order campaigns, so we don't know what that means. You know, it could be smaller waves like the current pre-order campaign. It could be the big box campaign. Um, yeah, we don't know what it's going to look like. So that's also really exciting, too, to know that there's still plenty of content being planned and coming out. Um, some other stuff that was kind of talked about, too. They didn't really talk too much in terms of reveals, except that um, on the Renegade website, they confirmed that the Death Building Games pre-order campaign will start on November 11th. So you'll be able to pre-order the game. And they did promise some special bonuses, I believe, for those that pre-ordered. Um, and they also revealed that the deck building game should be on our doorsteps or on our shelves in March of 2021. So I feel like we're both going to be pre ordering that day one.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, day one for you and then day eight for me, probably. Um, <laughs> now, I'm really excited about the deck building game so much. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, and of course, I, I think some fans were a little disappointed that it does. Because the game is effectively done, it, it seems like. They're just having to print things and get stuff together. Um, but of course, with COVID-19, that is affecting shipping time. So I think that's also why it's taking so long for it to hit shelves. Yeah. Really, that's only five months away, so it's not that bad.
1: Yeah. No, I, I really don't think it's bad. Um, I You know, they did put up the caveat that, like, March is the expectation, right. April is a possibility, so, you know, yeah. just obviously, Depending. we will play it on here Yeah. you you times are strange right now so like I, I i do think you know with this one it's not quite like heroes of the grid where there are so many components that they can show you all these different things like it is just a deck building game and half of the mystery is you finding out what's in that when you play it so i think um i you know i think we're we're, we're we've are we seen kind of everything and you know they, they said on the stream they were like you know if you played the demo like that's the game like there's not much more to it yeah. um so, which is really nice yeah like it, it was just super cool um and i and i think you know i, I this is one like I, I knew you were excited about the idea of maybe going and doing another demo uh, i think this is one i'm definitely going to need in front of me <laughs> yeah because i i am by no means a deck building person at all i'm actually completely a newbie when it gets to that so like i think i need it in front of me to really grasp what i'm doing and who i'm playing against um so uh, i'll be excited for that to come i do like the fact that they did confirm it is you can play 1v1 mm-hmm. um so i'll be it'll be something fun that, like my husband and i can play together um mm-hmm. but it'll also be really cool to get that in front of other people too i think
0: oh yeah yeah i think so as well i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i love a good deck builder i'm actually probably gonna pull one of mine out and play this weekend hopefully um nice. so that'll be good um but yeah i think it's gonna be fun and i'm really excited to see what comes from that because i definitely have a feeling that it's not just going to be mighty Morphin deck builder i think there's going to be much more to come so yeah um and then of course they didn't really say much about the um rpgs that they're working on with that are 5e compatible um but just that they're it's in development they are writing it and i feel like this one we're not going to have much news on until next year but they at least kind of reassured everybody like hey it's coming um so, yeah, overall, I mean, the Morphin Meat convention is still happening. It'll be over by the time you listen to this. So hopefully everybody got to get a little bit involved and get to watch some of the panels. Um, I know the, I'm going to probably watch the Space Ranger reunion tonight um, that comes out. But, yeah, that's that's Morphin Meat. Um, so some final video game news and tidbits, because, um, you know, we're kind of reaching to the stop point, unfortunately. Um, but there was a lot of stuff that happened this past two weeks. Um, The physical edition of Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is out now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Um, The base game is included, and you also get the Season 1 character pass, which includes, um, I believe... uh, Lord Zedd, Gold Ranger, and Time Force Pink. And Time Force Pink. That's right, she was Season 1. I was thinking she was Season 2 for some reason. (laughs) Um, But also it includes, um, weirdly enough, it also includes Lauren on her own outside of the Season 3 pack. So um, if you have not picked it up yet, or if you've not picked up the game at all, this is a great way to jump in and it's a fantastic game. I highly recommend it for any Power Ranger fans. Uh, and in Legacy Wars, the mobile app, we got a few skins and characters confirmed. Uh one of the exciting things is that Pumpkin Rapper is now a fighter in Legacy Wars, <laughs> um, which I believe makes him the first monster of the week to be a playable character. Um, which doesn't yep. surprise me. It still cracks me up that pumpkin rapper is so huge. Like Yeah, I'm- of
1: all the range of all the monsters, like that's the one that like People right. love
0: <laughs> as a pexter as a pexter fan i am definitely offended but it's okay um because <laughs> we all love the pexter um no i'm good
1: mr mr tickle sneezer that's the that's the real mvp
0: <laughs> him him <laughs> anyhow Um, but yeah so pumpkin wrapper is now available to play so get your pumpkin wrapping on especially in time for Halloween Um, good luck pulling the shards you know make sure to get some money set aside for that
1: Um,
0: also what was kind of a surprising and I think exciting reveal is that Goldar is the newest character to get a skin uh, which will be Silverback which is his older brother that only appeared in the Mighty Morphin um, I believe it was the 2017
1: It was 2017
0: oh my god it's been so long uh yes the 2017 annual that we found out that goldar had an older brother that he served with alongside lord zed or under lord zed so wait you... it might have been
1: 2016 hold on i'm trying to think about this i think it might have been 2016
0: it, it was because 2017 i think was shattered grid annual
1: In, i think 2017 was the second one that had like the dan mora cover that i didn't get uh yeah. the 2018 was shattered grid
0: oh okay okay that makes more sense gosh man
1: yeah, so there's been a ton, but anyhow, Silverback. But yeah. yeah.
0: So if you are a huge Silverback fanboy, um, your time is now. So I I do think it was kind of cool, and I think it was interesting showing how um Inway was digging deep for this reference. Um, definitely think it's interesting, and you know, it's also convenient that Goldar is getting a skin now that he's back in the game. Um, I would have thought it would have been Goldar Maximus, but hey, work. So it's always fun to see more comic representation happening so um yeah, you know it's fine i haven't touched it <laughs> in so long it's a great game but you know
1: I, yeah it requires a lot more time that i'm willing to put into it but you know i there's so much in it I, well i mean you have gotta do all those fights and I, I i get my butt whooped so much on that game it's not even yeah. funny yeah.
0: um I had a really good team, I remember, and it was like Mighty Morphin Black, Masters as the leader, and then Masters Android and then Alpha 5 from the movie. And that was actually a really good team. I remember, that got me pretty far.
1: Uh, I just remember I had a villain team, which was like Movie Rita as an assist. I think mm-hmm. I had Rita as the other assist, and then Trukina was actually my main. And that sounds right. And I, I could whoop butt with her, because like, I could block so much, and I was always just, just like, no, you are not attacking me right now. <laughs>
0: yeah my favorite thing i would do is because like mighty Morphin black he had like the breaking stuff like the axe spin and stuff yeah Um, Xandra did a really good job at like doing a block move as an assist and then alpha five he had a screen wide assist so you could like jump back and then damage from far away with alpha five because his arm would stretch out so um so yeah no it's memories it's bringing back a lot of memories and a lot of money that i spent on that game um (laughs) yeah
1: well and like what's fascinating um not to go too long into this but legacy wars is i think the first like real instance of like uh, of us having a thing that just took all power rangers lore and just shoved it all together
0: Um, oh yeah and it works
1: yeah you know it's you know it's held together by a shoestring but like it's really awesome to see at this point how much they've been able to encompass from the entire Mm -hmm. history of the show between Mm -hmm. comics tv shows movies uh there's just so much to it and i think you know as much as we you know kind of sideline it because neither one of us play you know right. you can't go ahead uh you you can't like you can't downplay kind of like the effect it's had yeah. so and
0: and you know it's interesting though you say like it you know it takes on all the history but fun fact operation overdrive does not have a rep- uh, representative yet
1: No. Look, I, I saw I've seen that online too. N- now put
0: the shade up there,
1: please. How, how how many people? How how many you no know? no, we're not we cannot cannot go into that. I will be uh, here for two hours. It's, just, it,
0: it's not encompassing everything, so
1: okay. Well, they'll changed. throw the, the they'll throw the Mercury Ranger up there, you know, or we'll get Dax, you know? You want Dax? You want Dax in this game? <laughs> Who? The Blue Ranger?
0: Oh I know, I was just teasing.
1: hmm Exactly. <laughs> that that's right. Who
0: who honestly, if I had to if I had to pick I'd want Sentinel Knight. He would be kinda cool.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think, you know, if you threw Flurious in there, he's mm-hmm. he's a decent one. Or, you know, Miratrix or in you know, Camdor who are who are cool characters that have yeah. new designs. So I, there there's you know, I'm I'm sure they they've we've gotten this far. <laughs> why not at this yeah. point you know or what? or or we'll get adam in the defender vest and you know what you better be happy
0: <laughs> there we go um, okay we gotta we gotta calm, we gotta calm down everybody uh i opened up pandora's box
1: I, it's Girl. fine it's fine you know i i just i'm you know detox from season five of rupaul's drag guys i've had it officially <laughs>
0: got my thing i've got my fan pulled out i just flipped it, you know i'm fanning myself because
1: I, I i'm not i'm not pressed at all it's fine it's fine it's fine
0: Hmm. anyway <laughs> um but yeah so really that's everything with the grid um you know of course if you're listening to this if tomorrow is halloween um so well yeah t- it, you'll be listening to this on october 30th and halloween is tomorrow um we do want to i do want to encourage everybody just you know stay safe um, I know that there's a lot of going a lot of things going on in the world right now um, if you choose to celebrate the holiday um, please be safe be careful socially distance wear your mask um, you know do the thing be a hero by protecting yourself and others so but otherwise that's gonna wrap up this week's super sized episode um, As always, if you want to give us some feedback or if you want to, you know, send in some topic ideas or questions or, you know, if you even want to make a special appearance later on, um, you know, looking for partners out there, right? Um, (laughs) uh, Spoiler alert for later on. Um, But if you are interested, you can always contact us via email at maythepowerpod at gmail.com. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter at MayThePowerPod, and you can find me on Twitter at BridgeMT3. Joel, where can we find you? At
1: ThespisPunk on most social media.
0: Fabulous, as always. All right, well, we hope that everybody has a fantastic day and that you've enjoyed listening to yet another episode. It's hard to believe we're in the 20s now with this. It's crazy, but... Thank you to everyone that continues to listen to us. Um, You know, we really do appreciate it. Um, And we hope that, you know, this brings a little bit of light to your day. So as always, may the power protect you.